Welcome to The Light of the World, and this is Jerry G. Martin. Every day it seems like there's something else that comes towards us that we have to respond to in our lives. We're looking at hurricanes and tropical storms. We're looking at a virus that has mutated to something more severe than what we had expected. We're looking at crime that's rampant in our streets. There's shootings on our freeways and things seems to be coming unglued. Are you living with a sense of hopelessness and fear and anxiety about all the things that are going on around you? Well, I'm here to tell you that the just shall live by faith. I want you to join us today as we share this message, how the believers should walk and live with faith and trust in God. This is the God that can bring your marriage back to life. See, some people say, no, it's dead. It ain't going to ever come back to life. No, this is the God who can bring the dead back to life. This is the God who can bring your finances back to life. This is the God who can bring your hope back to life. This is the God who can bring your dreams back to life. This is the God who can bring your career back to life. This is God who can bring your joy and your spiritual vitality back to life. You don't have to sit here telling me, I'm just bored. I don't feel good. I, ain't, I don't have no joy. I'm not, I don't feel connected. God can bring it back to life. He is the God that brings back to, to life. He's the God that brings back to life. Oh, you ought to just thank him for that. Father, I thank you. There are some things. What's dead? What's dead in your life right now? What's dead? What relationship is dead? What's dead in your life right now where you're just in a coma? Some things are comatose, and you think it's never going to come alive again. What is it? Say, he's the God that brings things back to life. God need to bring some things back to life in some of you. Some of you are just in a routine where your life is just life. I'm just living one day at a time. This is my life. Just go and bury them. <laughs> ain't got no joy, ain't got no excitement, ain't can't, not looking toward tomorrow, ain't got nothing going on. I'm just making it. And you talk like that. How's it going? I'm just making it. I'm just trying to survive. I'm just trying to hang on. Somebody told me, I'm just taking one day at a time. I said, well, take two or three. <laughs> you got something to live for. You got something to, to, to rejoice in. What are you doing? We are believers. We have an abundant life. I ain't just barely making it. Just trying to make it one day at a time. Pray for me. I'm just hanging in there. I ain't just hanging in there. I'm walking tall. I'm walking with joy. I got something going on. I ain't just hanging in there. I walk by faith and not by sight. Every day is an opportunity for joy. Every day is an opportunity for something great to happen. I ain't just hanging in there. Why? I walk by faith, not by yeah, he's the God that brings things back to life. So if you're just in, a, in a, a rut, you know what a rut is? A rut is a grave with the ends kicked out. Get out of that rut. Tell me, I'm just in a rut. I've just been in this rut. For how long? Oh, since 1973. You dead. Just throw dirt on you. No, we're alive. Vibrant. The joy of the Lord is my strength. 
This is the God that brings life to that which is dead. And then secondly, he said, and calls things that are not as though they were. I don't know about you, you know, I, I, when I was just reading this and meditating on this, I just started shouting on that. And he said, this is who I believe in. I don't know who you believe in. I don't know what kind of God you serve. The God I believe in brings life to that which is dead and calls things. Somebody say call things. He calls things that are not as though they were. He can make something out of nothing. I don't want you to miss this. He's the God that calls things. He speaks it out. He said to Abram, I have made you the father of many nations. I'm calling things. There's a big difference when we speak and then when he speaks. Now, I've heard people say this as believers, and I used to say it too till I read the Word of God. You know, I'm calling those things that are not as though they were. The Bible didn't say I can call them. He said he's the God who calls them. And all the time I can call them is that I'm saying what he said. I can't just decide I got enough faith. I can call those things that are not as though they were. Go ahead and see how that's working out for you. Why are you still in a rut? If you've been calling things that are not as though they were. Why you still got all those issues you've got. If you've been calling things that are not as though they were. Calling things that are not. It doesn't exist. It hasn't happened. I'm calling those things that are not as though they were. God did that in the book of Genesis chapter 1. God spoke to the darkness and said, let there be light. There was no light. And all of a sudden, light showed up. God said, let the waters and the land separate. God said, let there be vegetation. He called those things that are not as though they were. Let there be living creatures. God calls things that are not. As I was thinking about that, you know, and I said, you know, the devil is the opposite. He calls the things that are as though they were not. He said, you don't have good health. You know, you just get a little something, get a little pain right here. He said, that's a heart attack. Don't he talk to you like that? Oh, that might be cancer. He calling the things that are not as though they were. The things that were as though they are not. You're already in good health. He doesn't talk you into bad health. He'll just tell you, you ain't going to make it. You're making it. And he'll start telling you, you're not going to make it. You're already doing well. Well, you better, be, you, you better get, be careful because you could fail. You already started down the road to success. Uh, uh, just watch out because you could lose all of that. That's the enemy calling the things that are as though they are not. God does the opposite. He calls those that are not. See, the devil can't create. He can't call those things that are not as though they were. He destroys. That's what the enemy does. It doesn't take anything to destroy something. It takes something to create something. When God calls it, it's done. Somebody say, Lord, call it. See, you just need to say, Lord, what are you calling in my life? I want to hear what you're calling it. That's why the Bible tells us that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. If the doctor calls you sick and God calls you well, guess what? You're well, no matter what it looks like. No matter what it feels like. 
No matter what the report says, if God call you well, you are well. If everybody you know call you cursed and God call you blessed, guess what? You're blessed. If your boss say he's going to lay you off, but God say you're going to get promoted, guess what? You're promoted. Whatever God calls it. So, so I'm saying, Lord, call it, call it, call it. He's like the referee. He's like the empire. If everybody else call you out and the ref say you're safe, guess what? You're safe. God called it when he told Joseph that your brothers are going to come bow down to you. The brothers didn't like that. They threw him in a pit, but the next time they saw him, he was in the penthouse. When God said you're going to do that, when God calls it, it's done. No matter what happened, no matter what it looks like, Joseph was in the pit, he was in the prison, but God says, no, I called you to the penthouse. So whatever you are facing, let God call it. Hear what God is calling your children. Oh, they may not be what you want them to be, but say, Lord, what do you call them? God say, I call them save and sanctify. Then just begin to rejoice and say, Lord, they're coming in. What is God calling your marriage? You said, oh, it looks like it's going down, Lord. The Lord says, I call it restore. We'll say, Lord, thank you for restoring it. Start thanking him when God call it. What is God calling your future? You may think you don't have a future, but God says, I see you blessed. I see you overcoming. I see you restored. Let God call it. I want to hear what God is calling. Abraham believed God. And he said, this is the God I believe. He can bring life to what is dead. And he calls those things that are not as though they were. Abraham believed God and his belief then was demonstrated by his action. You can believe God. Now you got to put action to your faith. And if you want to know how to activate your faith, pay attention to these steps taken by Abraham in verse 18. Verse 18 says, against all hope. Abraham, in hope, believed, and so became the father of many nations, just as it has been said to him, so shall your offsprings be. Regarding what God called, which was for Abraham to be the father of many nations, although he was 99 years old by now, and all hope was gone. Abraham said, I know I had a child at 86, but right now all hope is gone. All hope is gone. His situation was beyond hope. However, he based his expectation on hope. I don't have hope in the natural, but I have hope in what God said. His situation was now beyond human hope, but in spite of that, he rested upon hope in God. And you're going to find yourself in those situations sometime in the natural. What I can see with my own eyes, I don't have any hope for this to happen, but my hope is in what God already called. In hope, he believed, and as a result, he became what God said he was going to become. Look at what he says, verse 19. Without weakening in his faith, he faced the fact that his body was as good as dead since he was about a hundred years old and that Sarah's womb was also dead. 
his body was as good as dead, and Sarah's womb was also dead. I said, just like a man, he always got, I, I might have a little something left, as good as dead. He didn't say he was dead. He said he was as good as dead, in case. And I don't know what's lying to happen if you're from Fifth Ward. I don't know what lying to happen. One of these evenings ain't no telling. But, you know, the men don't ever want to say they're dead. But I'm just as good as dead. But I ain't, I ain't all the way there. I'm going to keep hope alive. But Sarah is dead. Because ain't nothing been happening now. At least there was a little something happening here. That's just like a man, ain't it? Keep hope alive, brother. Keep hope alive. But without weakening in his faith, now listen, he faced the fact. Let me tell you something about faith. Faith will work against the facts. He faced the fact. He didn't say, well, well maybe, and, and God was going to be sure. One of the reasons I believe God waited so long for him to have that promised child is so that he can be sure it was a fact. So there will be no doubt that God did it. And God want to get you to a place sometime that you have no doubt because if there was a possibility, you're going to take the credit for it. Yeah, I worked that thing out, honey. I worked that thing out. Yeah, yeah, I worked that thing out. No, God wants you to say no. I, it was dead. I couldn't do anything. I had to depend on the God who brings life and who calls those things that are not as though they were. I know it was a God. God will get all the glory, not part of it. He'll get all of it. I know God did it. I know God did it. I know God did it. I was in my last. I was at the last. My back was against the wall. I had nowhere else to turn. It was coming apart. God wants you to know that I'm the one that called those things that are not as though they were, and I am able to do it. So as far as his procreative functions were concerned, Abram's body had died, had ceased to function. And it was a condition in which it would stay dead and never function again. The door was absolutely and forever closed so far as having offsprings. And so was Sarah's womb. One reason, again, that God delayed is so that God can get the glory. It was unthinkable that a man 99 years old could beget a child in the womb of his wife who was 89 years old. So from that reproductive standpoint, the facts were that they both were dead. That's the way God wanted it. You ever wonder, Lord, why are you taking so long? I want you to get to the point that you get your hands off of your situation. Stop trying to mess with it yourself. And then when you get that, when you get tired of being sick and tired, and when you recognize you can't do nothing about it, then I'll step in and do what I had already called to be done. See, the believers are just like everybody else. We're doing everything we can do to make this work. We're calling everybody else. We're calling everybody but God. We call in the prayer line. We done got us some miracle spring water. We got everything we need to try to get this done, but we haven't talked to God about what he called it. What did you call it, God? You calling everybody? You calling the madam? Some people still going out, trying to do your horoscope, looking at every kind of thing like that. We don't do that. 
We walk by faith. We walk by what God says. Let God talk to you. Look, God, how do you call this? If you can hear from God, you can sleep better at night. There are times when God will let the facts turn against you and cause you to be in a place where you're about to lose all hope. But look at verse 20. Yet, facing the fact that his body was still dead. We're dead. We can't do anything. God still promised this, but we can't do anything. Yet, he did not waver through unbelief regarding the promise of God. He did not waver through unbelief regarding the promise of God. Let me say that one more time. He did not waver through unbelief. He did not waver through unbelief regarding what God said. Here's the key. You want to write that down. Now, God said it. I don't care what it looks like. I don't care how things seem. I don't care how it feels. God said it, and I'm sticking with it. But he was strengthened in his faith and gave glory to God, being fully persuaded, say fully persuaded, persuaded. that God had power to do what he promised. Okay, somebody should have got up and ran across the building. God's got the power to do whatever he promised. God has the power to do whatever he promised. Abraham did not vacillate between belief and unbelief with respect to his difficulty and the ability of God to do it. God, he says, God said it. I don't, I don't see it. It looks like the time has uh, expired for this to happen, but I'm not wavering with unbelief. He was not divided in his mind. I don't know how he's going to do it, but he says he's going to do it. Now, from the common sense standpoint, that was not the slightest possibility that she would bear a child, but it did not cause Abram, Abraham to be weakened in his faith from the common sense. You know, God give you your senses. Yeah, but we walk by faith and not by senses. I'm going to go and do something else. All of us, no matter what God speaks to us, we will have a point where we will have a crisis of belief, and we have to go back and say, now, did God really say that? God doesn't have a problem with you coming back. Abraham came back and said, now, wait, Lord, are you, are you sure? God said, yeah, I said that, and it's going to happen. Well, that was uh, 15 years ago you said that uh, the time is kind of running out, Lord. Okay, so, so can you kind of hurry up a little bit? How many of you told God to hurry up a little bit? Lord, I need you to hurry up a little bit. I don't know what's going on. We even got a song. He may not come when you want him. But he's always right on time. Faith is believing God and staying the course. That's why it's so important that you have to be able to hear God's voice and know that God shared that with you. I mentioned to the congregation Wednesday night when we were Standing for this property, a small church, a hotel room, probably had 25, maybe 30 adult members. We were praying and believing God, and uh, I'd drive by this property on Sunday morning on my way to the hotel and stretch my hand out over here and just say, Lord, thank you for this property. 
Pastor Jackie said, you know, I, I was praying and I saw angels standing out there on that property guarding it for us and holding it for us. I said, well, praise God. We prayed for a year and nothing happened. We prayed for a year and a half, nothing happening. Two years gone by. The property changed hands. It get moved from one entity to another. We didn't have the money. We did all kind of things. They were going to put it up for auction in the Chronicle. And I said, okay, somebody's going to buy that property right there on the main road for a real estate uh, foreclosure auction. Somebody will buy it. Forget about it. The realtor called me um, six weeks later. Said, I decided to check on that. You know, nobody bid it on that. Do you still want it? Yeah, we still want it. We got $40,000. That didn't work. But we kept praying, didn't we, Sister Gloria? We kept praying. We come by. I get up in church and say, God's going to give us that property. Hallelujah. Let's just thank him for it. Then on my way home, I say, Lord, you are going to give it to us. Ain't you? I done told the people. I'm just being honest with you, right? It's not happening. So what's taking so long? We've been in this hotel. We need to get us a place so we can start moving forward. Lord, I'm ready to move. And I remember driving on JFK Boulevard, and I saw 10 acres, and I thought, oh, that looks pretty good. That's a good place. Let me call that number on the sign. And I'm calling the number, and I heard a voice said, do you believe that I'm going to give you that property on Old Humble? I said, yes. And, then, and the voice said, now, why are you calling somebody else? And I hung up the phone right then. You know, it was about another year, but I, I had peace. It doesn't matter what's going on. I, I had peace. Well, thank you, Lord. They say, this is happening. Okay, that's fine. And I remember we were just that close to closing a deal. And I drove by, and they had a little um, for sale sign on it, like a a residential uh, home sale, just a little small for sale sign. I got out the truck, and I just picked that sign up so nobody could see it. And the Lord said, I've been working this the whole time. You don't think I can finish? I said, okay, Lord. I put the sign back in I'm just telling you how to practically walk out. It's not rocket science, and we don't have to be mystical about it. Lord, I need supernatural. No, our faith is tested. Our faith is tried. God want to see if we're going to stay with it. And everybody that was here at the church that time know that God provided it. We know God did it, didn't we, Sister Kim and Brother Andre? We knew it was God because we testified about it. We came out here and shouted on this property. Glory to God. That little group of people bought 27 acres and paid cash for it. We knew that was God. We'll have that testimony for generations, forever. God get the glory out of it. And God wants to get the glory out of what's going on in your life. Thank you once again for joining us in our broadcast. This is Jerry G. Martin. I am here to encourage you that we live by faith. If you want to know what to do next, if you want to know how to move forward in the things concerning you, we talk to God. We ask him. He's our Lord. He's our Savior. He has the wisdom to lead us and guide us, to help us through every circumstances. And we are to exercise our faith in God enough to ask him and to be obedient to what he instructs us in his word and by his spirit. If you would like to hear today's message again in its entirety, you can 
go to our podcast at The Light of the World Daily with Jerry G. Martin. Again, that's The Light of the World Daily with Jerry G. Martin. You can listen to today's message or previous messages that you've heard on this station. I'd also like to take a moment to invite you to be our guest at The Light of the World. We meet each Sunday in person. We still have our COVID protocols in place. We're wearing our masks. We're social distancing, but we're also worshiping God. We're magnifying Him, and we are hearing the Word. Pastor Jack is in a dynamic series right now. Every Sunday morning at 10 a.m., we are at 16161 Old Humble Road. If you're looking for a Bible bookstore, come and visit The Beacon. It's on our campus. We have Bibles, books, communion supplies, and church supplies. So call us at The Beacon, 281-441-2885. Again, that's 281-441-2885. Now for the light of the world, this is Jerry G. Martin saying, May the Lord our God richly bless you, and we'll be with you again next time.